Hello, humans. Welcome back to the We Need to Talk Club podcast. We are doing our mini episode today to stay on current. Um, we'll be posting this tomorrow because we're trying to be current with our mini episodes. Um, but let's introduce ourselves before we introduce the topic. My name is Tamaya. I am one of your hostesses today. I'm joined by four lovely co-hostesses. Let's see who's first. Let's go with Central Jersey. Please introduce yourself. Hello, everyone. This is Ariana. Hi, Ariana. And now we're going to go over to the West Coast. I'm saying it's slow to give her time to get off mute. Please introduce yourself. Hello. <clears throat> wow. <laughs> that, is not, that is not it. Hello, this is Esther. Hello, Esther. Thank and you. now we shall go to the South of the Jerseys. Please introduce yourself. What up, though? It's Talisa, Talisa. I think this two-week break is making me not realize it's going to happen. Like, I get comfortable until this very moment where I'm like, oh, no, it's, oh. No, oh. friend, every time. And now we'll move on to the last but not least down in the South. Please introduce yourself, Madame. Uh, she's not seeming to come on at this moment, so she probably Hey, guys, it's Shakima. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, she got back on mute fast. Love you, girl. All right. So now that we're all here, we are going to do our mini topic on the current, the oh so current and oh so unfortunate case, curious case of, uh, oh my gosh, blindside. <laughs> I just call him blindside. Um, but his name, Ellen's last name is Orr. Got it. First name. Somebody tell me. My phone is away from me. It's I'm Michael looking, Orr. I Michael. thought it was Michael, but I didn't want to say it wrong. Michael Orr. Uh, so this is the individual for, who was featured in the film Blindside, even though he never approved of the film Blindside fully. And that's how I know him, because that's how I know everybody by movies. <laughs> but he is suing his what he thought was his adoptive parents because he found out in February of 2023 that he is not in fact adopted, that they actually had him sign a conservatorship mere months after he turned 18 um, without his knowledge. And he's saying they used that power to take, to earn, to take money from him um, or using his name, his image, et cetera, his story. So they're the ones who had their friend write the book um, about the blind side they're the ones who use that to push it to become a movie uh, without his full consent they're the ones who pushed him to be in Ole Miss um, when he was being recruited in college because that is what the husband his thought to be adopted father the school he went to they're the ones who did all the things and according to the lawsuit they actually with the money they earned from this they have not given him any and in fact, they have gone so far as to delegate money for themselves and for their natural born children without giving him any, but all the money is being made from his name, his image, his story. So go talk about it. Talk about it. Talk about it. What do you think? Talk about it. Talk First of all, how many of y'all watch this in class? Cause I remember watching it in class. That's the only reason why I watched it. I watched it in life. You know, I'm a I cinematic. Say, thank goodness for going to the dominantly white institution because they did not do that shit. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I have a confession. I've never seen the movie. However, I am aware of the story, but I've never okay. seen it. I've never seen the movie either, Aries. So again, we are, you know, lock and step. Yeah. <laughs> My biggest thing was 
the film aspect of it because the only reason I know about the story the only reason the majority I feel like of the world knows about certain stories like this especially if they're based off of true stories is because a film was made mm-hmm. like a book can be written in a set of third but if the, the masses will know it's because it's been a film it's the most widely spread thing outside of music so that um a form of media outside of music I feel that just hits home to so many people now we do another podcast up on this we need to talk club hub called the popcorn podcast with esther which we talk about films with people of color and one of the things i've stated on there and stated to her is and probably some of you is a level of guilt that i sometimes feel when i enjoy films that um maybe are predominantly cast white people or written by white people and this that and the third just a little bit tinge of or this white savior is being portrayed i feel bad when I actually enjoyed the film because they just they did it so well pulled it in my heartstrings and then I I only really feel I really feel bad when I'm next to people of color who are like at that white savior complex and I'm like oh but it made me made me feel good and mushy inside I didn't even think about that aspect of it I just thought oh that's such a good story so like this is one of those where like that mindset literally turns against me because it's like niggas <laughs> and not niggas is meaning Michael. I mean the the white people fake <laughs> adopted him. Those niggas, really? Damn, it's bad enough we out here fighting, you know, white savior tropes and films and cinematic stuff, and you know we all coming out with our own stuff lately, and it's getting great. And here y'all go, one of the quote unquote good ones, being mm. a whole con, a whole con. This is if Michael Orr's you know alleged statements are in fact completely true. So that's where it hit me first in the jugular with the movie with the actors who have nothing to do with this which i like to put out here nobody should be getting on actors sandra bullock or anybody because she is not the two people i heard that that's where a lot of people are trying to focus their anger because you know she's the one on the big screen no 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 okay um but that's where it hit that's where it hit in fact it's where it hit for everybody because every article is literally like blindside actor, the blind side, the blind side story, because they know that's what's going to hit. You just see something about Michael Orr wants to sue his white parents because they said they adopted him. We'd be like, hmm, scroll. So I want to make a clarification here that he's not suing them. He okay. is, he did a petition through the courts to end his conservatorship. And through that, he has certain demands of them. So it's not a lawsuit. It's strictly a petition to end the conservatorship that he's been in for mm-hmm. almost two decades. And still and is that-, that all? That's all with his is that the only demand or is there more demands in there? Well, there's like the demands that like the thing that you've stated that he's asking for or part of his demands and asking the court to end compensate him. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I said my part. So anybody else? Um, come on, it's only a mini episode, so you ain't got much time. I, 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 <laughs> I hated the movie. It, I feel like every every time it would be like this. Radio. Oh, you hated the movie? Yeah, Freedom Riders. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Wait a minute, you hate Freedom Riders? Right there with you. Thank you. Thank you. you know, it, it was like a whole thing. It was like a whole thing it was during a whole that time, time period. Yeah. yeah it was, it was, you hate Freedom what? Riders? To, uh, oh, that's based off a true story too. I never finished it. 
but they only love telling those stories. I mean, we got what Morgan Freeman and what's that one movie? <laughs> East Side, Daisy. whatever it's called, huh? I said driving Miss Daisy. Uh, Coach Carter. We have Coach Carter. Coach Carter. Isn't that Samuel Jackson? That's him. Don't but, be like uh, everybody else, Esther. Don't be mixing Samuel and Morgan and all of them. Come and on, I told you, he was added, he was added to the list. Yeah, I was adding to a list of movies about, like, you know, just that are inspirational, like, that are supposed to, like, you know, kind of, like, in inspire usually, like, younger people. To Remember like, the Titans? Yeah, yeah, again, like, we have some movies. Mm -hmm. but, like, yeah, we have a good movie. But not like I just I don't I think it comes off so corny. Like I put it in the same box as Save the Last Dance. I like you just have this Lily White whatever coming to like the urban thing and they they hate her at first. They hate her at first. Oh, they hate her. They're they're taunting her and throwing stuff at her until she just finds her way in into their hearts and into their futures. And then there's a trust, a bond that's created. And then everyone's saved. Everybody has that fade away at the end of the movie. So-and-so went on to become a doctor and a this and a that. And I'm like, it's it's too much. It's corny. It looks like it's pandering most of the time. Like, I don't like it centered like that. It just, it gives me the cringe. I think that's what it is. It just it gives me the cringe. I've never been able to really even finish all of those movies or seen bits and pieces, but never was interested enough to watch it all the way through. Because why? I won't. I will never say it's not entertaining. That's their job. But the trope itself is just, it's annoying. It's aggravating. It's. Well, audience members, you see now why I always felt bad about liking these films. <laughs> <laughs> well, I you can like it for the entertainment factor because you're. No, you're... don't worry. No, it's fine. I like, I don't yes. apologize for it. I enjoy yes. the storyline. I enjoy the yes, entertainment. The factor. I enjoy the connections, the romance. Mm -hmm. I enjoy the whole thing. I'm not going to sit around here and be like, only because they had that black guy and that black girl say at one point, you be taking our man. And that's what made it okay. No, I liked it exactly for what it was pandered pander to me. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed mm -hmm. the hell out of it. So it is what it is. Mm -hmm. They know how to do it and they do it well. And it's an age, you know, mm -hmm. they, they've done it so long. Mm -hmm. I can't even remember the last one because it hasn't been like that in a very long time. I think we even argued before, like me and Esther, about like uh, how I absolutely love the help and oh. the thought about that and how I'm just like, no, I'm sorry. I don't feel like, the. I'll just say the thing I said then. It was just like, I don't feel like, especially if it's like based off of certain true things or true tales or just real life circumstances, I don't feel like those stories then need to be erased because they featured that white individual. I focus on the black stories within it. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily they need to be dismissed because they were made like, I think Viola Davis even said it herself. Like, does that mean the maids and our families and our women and our families don't deserve their story to be told because they didn't have a pen or a paper? And I'm not saying it's against you, Talisa. Yeah. I'm just saying that's kind of my mindset of, yeah. I want to hear all those stories and I focus in on all oh, that black person in it rather than dismiss the whole thing because there was a white person centered i don't even think it for me it's not dismissing it dismissing it's like they well when people say they don't want to see them they don't care for them they completely not acknowledge them in a positive light no they just look at look the same way because they stretch the truth they can take a little bit of truth just like in this scenario mm -hmm. they took a little bit of truth and they they dumbed down the mm -hmm. only the main character the main guy they dumbed him down 
for the good of their story, of their storytelling. That mm-hmm. becomes an issue. If you have an ally, an ally, a white ally, find it dandy. That's a beautiful thing in itself. But do not raise one up while you know demeaning another, especially in this and case. Also, like for me, the reason why the white savior trope is particularly insidious is twofold. One is that like, and and I think that it's changing, but very slowly. That in order for black stories to be told it has to be put through a white lens, mm. you know, usually because, right? Matt Turner, I'm just, as an example. <laughs> so like, again, like a lot, like we're talking like 12 years of slave, like yeah. kind of again, like basically it's like when you think about stories that really speak of the black experience, again, Things are changing, and I think we've had a lot of sto- uh, movies that have come out in the past five or so years that like have not used that. But a lot of the ones that I, you know, remember as I was younger, Wait, like what was the what was the white savior in Twelve Years of Slave? Just sort of like again, like the fucking you know, they had to like in include you know the plantation owners and like their sort of things. The it's supposed to be bread in that one, Twelve Years of Slave. Sorry, what happened? And I was, she said, who's the, did you say who's the white savior in 12 Years of Slave? Well, not, okay, maybe, okay, maybe what 12 Years of Slave is not a good example. Sorry. Uh, what, I feel like there's so many, but I cannot take of them right now. Take <laughs> but, the help, take the help, take yeah, it, yeah. So the help, um, yeah. And it's like, and, or, and it's, uh, what's the one with the three black women hidden figures? Really? There was a white savior there? Again, I've never seen A lot movie. of people made it talking about the guy who was in charge of the NASA thing. He's the one who knocked down the okay. whites only bathroom sign and all this other stuff that doesn't that's... necessarily technically happen. Personally, I okay. think that was allyship, not savior. They they okay. stretched the truth to give him more of a pedestal. He ain't okay. do that dramatic stuff in in real life. Okay. No, I'm also like what you talked about, like um Lisa, uh Freedom Riders, right? Mm-hmm. And things like that, where it it felt for a long time. And again, I think things have changed as we're now sort of thinking about like the more recent movies. It's like they had to have, it was either like the, the central character was a white person, even though the story itself is about the, you know, struggle or just like richness or the drama or whatever of, you know, Black and like, are there people of color? Mm-hmm. Like it, it, like the 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 way that the story was told is through this white person coming in, right? And 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 in a way, it's sort of like almost like also Pocahontas, you know? It's like seeing us as like savages in a way. Again, being very crude here, but like very much like these are people who don't know any better. And here I am to provide a tool for them to be more acceptable within society, quote society, but really it's like, you know, white respectability. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I never thought that deep into like why 
I haven't seen a lot of these movies that we're talking about right now. <laughs> um, so yeah, I am a hundred and ten percent in agreement. Like I am not into the 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 white savior, the uh, portrayal that black people need this type of person to get ahead in life. I'm not interested in it, and I have literally avoided all of these films not really thinking about why i'm just like oh, i'm not interested in it like just kind of moving past it um but yeah i'm not into it i'm not into it it it's that thing that's like a major turn off for me and i feel like you know like those stories again right like if we if we are to use the help right those stories like michael o'hare story like that it's a very inspiring movie like his life is truly inspiring. It is great. It is ripe with drama. It is ripe with tension. But because again, like they centered it on the Tui and how, like, you know, here we are at like this, you know, respectable, white, rich Tennessee family. And look at us being so open-minded and just like, you know, welcoming this um maybe mentally disabled we don't really know but mentally disabled gentle giant into our midst aren't we so great whereas you could make this movie about this kid who was like one of like 11 kids got lost in the foster care system literally like they didn't even know where he was until he showed up in this um i think it was a catholic school but like a private high school and at this point, he was already being scouted and known like his stats um, for not just football, but I think basketball as well. So like he like him in and of himself, like he has a story there. He was phenomenal. He was phenomenal. And he still is phenomenal. Like he got him like, you know, he went into college, like still did his great thing, got drafted as a 23rd pick you know, had a successful um, NFL career and is now like, you know, kind of retired and like writing and doing like, you know, the book circuit. Like he's, his life is like, you know what I mean? Like it doesn't need to be centered around the twoies. Like he was, he was doing his thing before he met them and he continued to do his thing after, you know, they parted ways. What hurt me the most is um, like how they talked about how they would ask him about the movie and he never like was like, oh yeah, I love it. Or, you know, it's great or whatever. He never felt that way about it. And to think that you've lived with something that long while everybody is showing it in classes and depicting you in such a way and you just have a detest for it all this time and not being able to say that truth or not finding the space to do so. <clears throat> that's I, I wouldn't know how to deal with that 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 is a crazy mm -hmm. thing i hate that with um did you screw him there but his image to the yeah. world exception i do i agree with that like i always feel iffy when there's a biopic being made with celebrities or what have you and you in the family's like they nobody approved it or whatever the case may be and it's always like mm -hmm. do i see it do i not see it like when the the two different versions of the what's her name Aretha Franklin movies came out and it was like, oh yeah, which which one? What was the other one? Person? There was Jennifer there was one with Cynthia Erivo, if I'm correct. Oh, 
mm-hmm. I believe, which is like, how? Yeah, the voice. That's the shit. just the look. I mean, just the look alone was like. Which wait, one did the family approve of? I didn't even hear that. I think they approved of the one with Jennifer Hudson. They approved. Okay. I believe that was the case, but just the fact I don't want to get lost in the example, but like whenever the person whose life it is about, mm-hmm. those who support them don't necessarily. You know what I mean? Or if they themselves don't approve it, it's like, ooh. Yeah. Icky. But they also never give the full truth, right? It's well, always entertainment, exaggerated. Yeah. yeah it's it's going to be a rare case where, like, you're going to get a film where they keep it all completely honest from, from beginning, rooted to the tutor. Like, it's usually why. It usually inspires people to look up the individual to see what is true and what is not true. I don't know how many articles on every biopic that's ever been made is what's real and what's fake. Mm-hmm. What's imagined and what the... She, she, Hamilton. A whole storyline created within Hamilton <laughs> with the sister and all that just to kind of pump it up. Mm-hmm. No yeah. real facts to support it, but it's one of the main things we all remember. One of the best songs in it. <laughs> satisfied a whole thing but yeah you're really gonna be hard pressed to find but at the very least you will get like a good chunk of the honesty i guess this is what the mini topic is about the perception versus (laughs) we've been talking about this movie stuff but yeah no it this one it 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 was very hurtful and frustrating because i'm not gonna lie again blindside was one of my little dirty movies that i was like you know, sneak to the movie theater and hand in my ticket. Yeah, I want to see, see that. I'm going to get me some white savior this evening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> really? Don't, I, wanna out, I don't go into there like, like what? I don't um, go into there and be like, I want me some white savior. I need a little taste of it. No, I don't think that was the conversation. But it was, it was one of my ones that's like, I like, but I can't say it out loud that I liked it mm-hmm. before all this happened. Because it was like, I know everybody I know who's black who's not my family gonna be like boo so it's like then this one came out like god damn it well throw that one in the bucket can't even keep that one there it's got to go it's got to go Kima did you have any thoughts on it before we start to um close it out or let anybody else say any other pieces which is totally fine um I just feel like the whole thing's unfortunate like I feel like people are so evil like they literally mm-hmm. knew what they were doing. They knew he didn't know what they were doing, and they spent years and decades and decades just wronging someone. And, and like that's that's terrible. Like, and then you're walking around telling like telling this person that you love them. They're supposed to be a family. He believes y'all are a family, and he's like, you know, I really don't care for the movie, but you know, they're my family. And they come to find out they're not even your family. They didn't even want care to be your family. They just wanted your money. So at the at the end of it, um, because now we are seeing that they're kind of coming back at him, right? Like saying that they did pay him fairly or whatever the case may be. Like if they start producing receipts for soccer cleats, I mean, uh, football and everything else under the sun, like is the court supposed to look at that? Is like, well, under this conservative ship or whatever, like. Exactly. You were paid fairly. But I feel like 2.5% in royalties of a movie that continues to be shown in classes and everywhere else is not a fair comparison. Like, you could say, I put a roof over your head, 
I gave you food to eat. I supported. I loved. But that's what you chose to do when you did the conservatorship. That was on you. That part is just like a parent saying, I chose to clothe you, to feed you. No, you brought me in here. That's what. That's your responsibility. That's what you did. Now, on this other stuff, pay me what you owe me. Make sure it's fair. Because why? I don't understand why anybody would lie after so much time. That's mm -hmm. part of my no, thing. It was like, that's so, it's like, it's so completely, like, people do do this stupid, evil stuff. I mean, we had a whole president who did, but, like, out loud, like, lie out loud. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not white. Like, lie out loud. Where you're like, just, but I see that's you. That so it happens. <laughs> right. So it's like it's very confusing that they would pull this kind of stunt when it could be so easily one would think, you know, outed. Um, so I am in terms of like the alleged aspect and everything of it, I do have a piece in which I'm like, I really, really want to see what these receipts are. Cause they're both saying two different things. And court of um public opinion, and obviously I'm automatically leaning towards Michael's story in all of this. But like they have the nerve to say we didn't make a dime and we didn't do that in third. I'm like, wow, y'all got some balls on you. So I guess you got receipts to say you didn't make a dime either. Because if you don't, you just bald face lying right now. To because there's the court of public opinion in which we all already think y'all are complete villains. Screw you all. And he is the victor. And then it's what are y'all about to produce in court that's gonna like you know shut y'all all the way up? Like Michael has all these allegations and what he demands and. He needs to make that money. No question about it. They should not have made anything, if not a, a huge portion, without him making anything. That is absolutely ridiculous. The biggest check should be cut to this individual for making any of this possible to begin with. And then it's his choice. It should be his choice, even if they signed the conservatorship thing. He should be a part of those decisions, which we know he's like, I wasn't part of none of them through this whole process. So he is most definitely old in more ways than one, but I'm really looking forward to seeing receipts because the he said, she said. I'm like, well, what y'all both can't be telling the truth. My my two things is I would like to know why, because there's something about the lawyers where their lawyer was not their lawyer when it came down to signing the contract for the movie rights. Mm -hmm. Or That's that they got an additional lawyer and that was their lawyer, I think. But they got oh, an additional lawyer to kind of make it seem fair. We, we find out that's the truth and that's how it went down and that was a conflict of interest. Mm -hmm. I'm already writing you off. You're guilty. Right off the bat. You're guilty. And then second... Did I forget my second point? <laughs> Inko Baloba. <laughs> amongst yourselves until I remember things. Well, I think for me, what... Why it was... So... I've known for years that Michael was not a fan of how he was portrayed. And for some reason, like I I I feel like I remember him um criticizing the the Tui family for how they agreed for him to be portrayed. Like I might have made that up, but I always knew that like there was some animosity between him and the Tui family. But again, like for all that we know, right? It was still under the umbrella of like, oh, he's their adopted son. Like no matter what happened, they went, you know, they kind of from the goodness, kindness, goodness, whatever of their heart, uh, adopted this kid, you know, out of the foster care system and made sure that, you know, he went to Ole Miss uh, 
and was supported there. You know what I mean? Like I that was always the prevalent uh tale. So to then learn as we did earlier this week, right? Like they they never adopted him at all. That's a bold-faced lie. But they continued and they I don't know if they still have it in their website. Like they have a nonprofit that they started after the whole, you know, after them helping Michael, where, you know, kind of as per like, you know, the, the nonprofit like story origin, like kind of and just their brochure and everything, their literature, right? They use Michael as the, you know, reason why they started this thing and also a reason to, you know, fundraise and get grants. You know what I mean? Like Michael is central to their story. And mm. so to find that like they knew, no matter what happened, like they knew that they never adopted him. So just that betrayal in of itself, right? Like you knew, like, like Michael, again, maybe, I mean, he's like 30-ish years old now. Like maybe Michael really did not know that like he was in the conservatorship, right? Because again, like they, they didn't act as conservators to him. Um, they didn't, you know, do the due diligence and the uh, fiduciary duties that they should have done as conservators. So in that way, it's like, why did you go that conservatorship route where you could have done a power of attorney to like, you know, sign contracts on his behalf and help him out? Like, you know, like there were so many avenues that you could have done or like used um, before you went the conservatorship route. And then when you did that route, you told the world that looked like, you know, actually, no, he's our adopted son. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, why? Like, so for me, that's like, again, like what I'm more interested in finding out. It's like, what would be the reasoning that they'll tell the court for why they put this thing in place and continued it for so long? That part. That was my other part. I'm like, if you, even if you could not, like they said, could not adopt him because he was legally an adult and that was the only route, then why at a certain time did you not stop that? Why did you not say, okay, you're 21 now or you're going into the mm -hmm. NFL now? You know, here you go. Now you're like, because you have to have good faith. If you did right by him, he's going to do right by you. Yeah, but I truly don't believe that they did right by him. So so yeah for me that's kind of like the starting point which definitely colors I will admit the way that I view the twoies because it's like you had two decades to come forward and tell him that like he's in a conservatorship to Michael right keep this in-house and as a family I just keep saying oh he's our family he's our you know he's our son for all sorts of purposes like you could have dealt with this thing in-house and we would have never known because we don't need to be in y'all's business. Mm -hmm. But you made it y'all ours business when like he had to go that route, like a very extreme route because you lied to him through omission. Yeah, I'm just, I'm devil's advocate. I, I really can't wait to see these receipts because it doesn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't make any sense that he, like the rest of the world, has known how much this movie and everything has made since it came out and all of this is kind of coming ahead now did they you say paid you for like 
they haven't paid you for what two you said two decades since this when does this movie come out 2009 yeah so it's like the whole time you just, I, I know if i got a movie that's like you know it's called tamika yonke and i'm like okay that's me that's my story <laughs> and i hear that you know it got an oscar and it won like hundreds of millions of dollars and i'm like all right now i'm still living in this apartment i know <laughs> I, i'm gonna seek some answers soon did somebody <laughs> retired? Because when your money dries up somewhere else, it makes you start looking that at part. That part. Yeah. Like where's okay, so I've been living off of this, but where's that the money? And so the fact that he big. just found out about the conservatorship this year. So it's like That's so crazy. were they is on the look because if they're taking full advantage of the individual all this time, then I would be like, wait a minute. How'd you do that? How'd you sign that paperwork? I should be the only one allowed to sign that paperwork. You know what I mean? It's just it's a little confusing. Like mm -hmm. Brittany knew she was under her conservatorship for all this time. So because they were taking advantage mm -hmm. and doing all the things in her face, they took her money mm -hmm. in her face. They signed the contracts in her face. They said where she had to be. These people seem to have had it on the low where it wasn't well, really affecting he, him, except he found <laughs> out through paperwork. So it's like, were they taking advantage of this conservatorship or like Esther saying, why did they even do it if y'all wasn't really doing what it what it entitles you to do? And mm -hmm. why is the money now in the question when it's like, were they stealing? Did you know they were stealing from you this long? Or like, you know what I mean? It's so it's a it's a little confusing. Well, well it seems like he he was going to go do something important to where he had to sign something. Mm -hmm. And he didn't really have to, he didn't have a reason to question his family. So he well, that's, thought a, that's he the was, other thing yeah, too. He thought he was getting adopted. When he signed that so when he went yeah. to go through this life-changing thing where he had to sign some paperwork he then found out that hey you're actually under a conservatorship he's right, like but that's another thing right so you didn't know this whole time yeah. have they been a decent family to you this entire time and everything but legal name i guess that's it's another still a thing. lot it's still a lot it's a if lot. You're at 33 it, you tell me you're not thing. my parents after all this time no, i hear you but that was advocate yeah but that's it's as much as a lie as every parent who adopted yeah, but that's, and didn't tell them that they were adopted, but they were amazing parents. Yeah, but that's what that's a lie. What her I, mean, I didn't say it's not a lie. I didn't I say like it's not a lie. Movie, but then like, does the adopted person be like, F you parents forever? Yeah, like I mean, I've heard I've heard so many stories of where like that happened where, you know, seemingly up to that point, the parent-child relationship was okay, right? Like, real mm -hmm. positive. And then the kid finds out on their own. And that right. completely sours, you know, what was before. Because then you're, like, questioning everything. Because that's the thing. It's like, it's, it's sort of like a gaslighting, a true gaslighting. Mm -hmm. Because at that point, you're like, if you're willing to lie about this seemingly small thing, what else have you lied to me about? Agreed. That's going to make me, you know, what? really think about all, you know, every little thing. And that might have also happened where it's like, if you lied to me about me never being adopted, what else have you lied to me about? And no Maybe you lied to me about how much, you know, you guys got from the film. No, totally that's agree. And I'm saying with, with, with situations like that, I've seen storylines in which the the kid finds out and they're upset. But that doesn't necessarily ruin the whole relationship with the parent and the child. It creates a bit of a, oh, but that's it. Shoot, we just saw a film, A Thousand and One, in which we were still yeah. like, but she gave you a good life. 
<laughs> you lied to the shit out of that boy. That's the yeah. twist. There it is. But, but again, it's like, <laughs> what are they really to do? And again, it's, 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 again, it's like when that event happened, right? Yeah. What are the, like, what is the, like, if they stole his money, done. Forget that. All yeah, that. Just like, like they, for real. But if the, if their story has any legitimacy and they didn't, and so the, the main thing on the line here is we treated you like family, but you really only signed me under this conservative contract versus I'm not really adopted. We just had this talk like yesterday, Esther. Then it's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> it's not quite as egregious as you also stole millions of dollars from me. And again, I, I'll keep repeating that I feel like it is as egregious. Like money mm -hmm, mm -hmm. is not the only thing that we should um, well, we got morals all day and every day, but if I see the million dollars up in there and I see Tamanka Yankee, I'm I'm going for it. We gonna fight. <laughs> but I'm saying it's like you know, yes, the money aspect is obviously like it's it's like two things can two we can hold two things at once. Where it's like yeah. the money aspect for sure makes this you know very wrong, and yeah. also the familial betrayal is very wrong as well. Yeah, but that's a definitely. Well, all of this should be personal, but that's definitely like y'all got to go figure that out at the back of how y'all feel about that without necessarily. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And something that I want to uh, say out loud, you know, maybe as we're closing, is that it's important uh, for us to realize that the lawyers that the family have, so when you have something that is that public, right, with people that are, for lack of a better term, famous, well-known, rich, you know, all of those stuff, right? They're, they're going to have, they're going to tend to have two differing legal teams. They're going to have an entertainment slash PR legal team. Uh -huh. And that's the, and that's the, that's the arm that's going to speak on their behalf to the media and, uh -huh. and kind of prepare them for any sort of speaking engagement, either to like with a reporter or with a magazine or whatever, right? Like that's gonna be like entertainment slash PR crisis, all of that. And then you're gonna have the other legal team and seemingly in the background that's actually going to deal with the legal stuff. And I bring that up because you're definitely going to see a lot of back and forth statements, you know, probably pieces, uh, interviews, possibly all of that, right? Where you're going to be like, oh, like their lawyer said this and there's a statement that they, you know, offered to ESPN or TMZ or Rolling mm -hmm. Stone. And those things have to be um, read and digested very critically and not mm -hmm. just thinking as the truth right because they're trying because to play to the public of, of court a uh, court of public, public opinion, opinion more so than the actual factuals yeah. right what, which is why i'm like you, looking behind the curtain like wait exactly wait, we need to look there. behind the curtain <laughs> and actually look like follow what the the, the legal process the legal is. process and like the attorneys <laughs> who are actually going have to you know, debate this and fight for this are doing and what they're uncovering. That is what we need to follow, not the interviews, the back and forth, the statements, all not of that. the article oh. titles. Blindside, blindside. No, no. <laughs> definitely not. 
And so, so Esther, keep us abreast. Keep sending us updates <laughs> on that stuff because you like you did post a lot of the behind the scenes stuff that we weren't seeing, mm-hmm. you know, on Instagram. So that really helped understand like, whoa, this is deeper than we thought it was. So right, the nuances behind it all, most definitely. <clears throat> I like to, yeah, just put it out there. I I do want old oh boy, get your monies, bro. Yeah, I want him money. to be vindicated in some yeah. way. Get out of that conservatorship. Get your monies. All that stuff. I need, I want them to be, you know, toe up to flow up. But I really hope this is exactly what it's supposed to be. And, and nothing going to be wrong and fake. And we ain't going to have like, you know, what's that lady situation who was in the car with the wig and stuff? What? Who was in what the car with the wig? Carly Russell. Jesse Smollett type. I don't oh, know. Oh, 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 we are invested. We are invested. Don't you call me here talking about some well, well, you know, let it be true. Let it be true, Jesus. Well, I mean, I think like whatever happens, right? At the very least, one thing is certain is that he's in a conservatorship. And like, that is wrong. There is paper. Uh, you okay, know, absolutely. Like, no matter what happens, like we know for <laughs> sure put in the conservatorship mm-hmm. and he was quote unquote represented mm-hmm. by a lawyer who was a family friend of the students. So mm-hmm. public up interest there. So Word. you know what I mean? Like again, no matter what happens, what we uncovered, like that was is wrong no need, and it needs to be reversed. There was no need for him to yep. be in a conservatorship because in their paperwork themselves, they admit he has no physical or mental disability that will make it, you know, a reason for him to be in such a thing that's why wow. i said as far as that i would be upset as a grown man finding that out just for the simple fact after learning what you have rights over like my manhood my like that would be my adulthood period would be hurt and then on top of that like i said he was he didn't like the way he was depicted in the first place agree it's like there's so many things the only way to bring a little different. light into sorry go ahead lisa the only way it could be even, oh, not even okay. But if they were like, oh, shoot, I didn't know that's what it meant. I I never knew. I never knew that, you know, they told me to sign this doohickey and I just signed a doohickey. Well, I part of that's, what that meant. is part of their argument. So it's going to be real interesting in this court filings. But the you're court- right. It's jacked up. It's like when you find out you're an adult and, and you realize that tax is supposed to get you a refund, but mama been getting your refund for the past year. <laughs> <laughs> You like, tell family the hard truth. I'm still a dependent. You family the hard truth. Thirty six years old, like that's, that's a problem. Got a new it's car. a problem. That's why I said, even as as an adult, even as a child, I always said, all those movies as we ever watch. If I adopt children, I'm telling them from the jump. You may not remember your mommy saying, "You right." There's a lot of movies not, where the parents didn't tell their kids from parent trapping and beyond. Hell, I didn't know my daddy wasn't my daddy until I was 13. That is a hurtful event. You change after Mm -hmm. something like that. So I feel like be honest from the jump, even if they can't remember it, it's little stones. It's gentle ways of introducing it little by little so that it's never a lie. It's never like a Smack I didn't know that girl. You had an adoption. I told you this, friend. I've told you this, friend. You told me that you found out who that who that man that sperm donor was, but I didn't know you thought the original was the the original for all I had no time. I had no reason. Well, not you, to you, you 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 my prime example. You 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 your pops was doing good. Relationship <laughs> was great afterwards. What was great afterwards? What you found out? It was like, oh, okay. But with my mama. Yeah, 
I started calling the man by his first name after that. I, was I understand, like, but who lied to you? The man or the mama? Yeah, and the fact that he was mad at my mama, so he let that truth go. He was like, you ain't my first daughter. I said, what now? Hey, now what? Right. No, <laughs> he, he's a jerk, but what? he was the only mama. person lying. Mm-hmm. Touche, touche. And my mama said all the cuss words I never heard her say. I'm sure, but y'all was still good. You were yeah. the adoptee example I was looking for the other day. But earlier. it was wrong. She was wrong. It was wrong. It was wrong. It was wrong. But you sustained the relationship. Shut your face. That's different. She ain't had rights to my money, to my adulthood. She wasn't like, no, you can't get this. I, I'm going to get 10% of that. <laughs> There's a difference. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. So that's our mini episode for the day. Uh, remember to follow us and review us and love us and support us. And yeah, and watch out and listen for this on Fridays. Our mini topics will drop on Fridays. And that's about it. Bye. 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 Bye.